Hello. Hi. Welcome back to the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. We're Stacy and Pete. So we did have something exciting happen this week. We did. I got some new followers on our We Don't Want to Grow Up pod Instagram account. And what's funny is they were like back to back. It was all like right at one time. Right. It's like the two of them were sitting together and said, ready? One, two, three, follow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so the first person is someone that I really love and admire. And she's a part of one of the first true crime podcasts that I really got into. Right. I guess the first ones I listened to like Serial and maybe like Happy Face and Town. Those were some good ones. But then I got into one that I was already maybe like a year and a half behind. And then I just binged all of it. Right. Although now I'm behind again because I had to take a little true crime break. You did. <laughs> one of the hosts of My Favorite Murder, Georgia Hartstark, started following me. I was so excited. Now, if she can just get Karen on board. Are you a uh, murderino? Yes. <laughs> I love that you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to the show, but I do know that term. Right. And that was fun because like one of our nieces and one of our nephews listens and so they were excited about it too. So this is one of your original three that you said <laughs> when you first started this, that you'd be so excited if they followed you and that you've got one of the three off the board. It sounds so silly when you say it out loud. Oh, no, wait. Two of the three, don't you? On Instagram, two of the three. Two of the three. And the, the other of the three follows me on TikTok. Oh, that's right. They do. So I if I could just that. get them over on Instagram, then I would have the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Your holy trinity. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, can I say that? I don't know if I can yes. say that. No, you can't. It's so funny. <laughs> it's kind of true. <laughs> anyway. Are you going to tell us who the other ones are or no? Uh, no, don't. No. We'll leave it as a mystery. I think I've said one of them in a previous episode. I know I've talked about both of them on this podcast, but anyway. So as if that wasn't exciting enough, then I see right above her, John Mayer started following me. You may have whatever opinion you have about John Mayer. Maybe you're a Swifty and you hate him. (laughs) Swifty. (laughs) But that was very exciting to me. I've I've paid good money to go see John Mayer in concert. That's right. You know, I I have some friends who are very, very (laughs) into John Mayer. John Mayer is best friends with Andy Cohen, who is one of my favorite people. So we've decided we are one step away from being the bartenders on what <laughs> Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> uh, We're manifesting it now. Yeah, yeah. Except they'd probably call us and ask us and I would say no. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be, no. be on TV. That's a no for us. <laughs> but thanks for asking. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Ask us. Unless you're going to do it. <laughs> Speaking of Watch What Happens Live, though, that's a nice segue. Yeah. The other night. I finally got to watch the episode where Lizzie Kaplan and Joshua Jackson were on Watch What Happens Live. I was a like a week behind or something and I was getting caught up. I was so excited when I heard he was going to be on because I'm a Bravaholic. I, I watch pretty much all things Bravo. And this was Josh's first time in the clubhouse. So that was exciting. Andy, <laughs> Andy seemed excited. He looks great. He's got this salt and pepper beard. It's kind of crazy to see because like, you know, I'll still watch old episodes of Dawson's Creek and he's little baby faced Pacey Witter. So it's a little shock to the system. He looked very distinguished. He did. Now, obviously, it's not the first time I've seen him over the years because I have 
followed him, watched, you know, Fringe and The Affair. and He was really good in that. Yeah. What was that one with Carrie Washington? Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. And I haven't watched. They were, Josh and Lizzie were on because they're both in the new Fatal Attraction TV show. Yeah. I feel like I need to rewatch the movie before I watch the show. It's been a while. I remember that movie used to scare the crap out of me. Yeah, it's not one that I really, like, I saw it when I was younger, and I remember being freaked out by it, and I just remember the scenes that everybody talks about just in pop culture I just remember the the bathroom one. Right. I think where, isn't that where she dies in the bathtub? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) You remember the bunny? Uh, No, I don't remember the bunny. Uh, Well, we won't bring that up then. But anyway, I'm anxious to see what it's like. It's not one that I'm so attached to that I'm like, they shouldn't remake it, you know? No, it's, it was an interesting story. Might as well give it a shot. Yeah. Hopefully it's not a turd. <laughs> what else? Did they, oh, they just announced that they're going to do, like, officially. They've been talking about it for decades, but officially a Beetlejuice 2. Yes. Well, here's the thing. They've announced Beetlejuice 2 officially. No. Five or six times. Not officially. Officially. No. <laughs> This one is officially official. Let's not hold our breath (laughs) until it's got a release date and primary filming has been completed. I saw that, you know, there are people that are not happy that it's happening, but I'm just like, Tim Burton is directing it. To me, that's very important. The most important thing is that Michael Keaton is still playing Beetlejuice. If it was a different Beetlejuice, then I would probably feel differently about it. Winona's in there too. Yes. As is Catherine O'Hara. Yep. So I'm excited. Me I think too. it's a it's a good cast. And they're adding Jenna Ortega, which I like Jenna, so I'm yes. I'm fine with that. Justin Thoreau is in it. Oh, is he? Monica Bellucci as Beetlejuice's wife. But yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Fingers crossed. I'm excited about it, you know, just to revisit that world and those characters. See, where, see where they are now. Yeah, we'll see. Now <sighs> I'm just nervous because I don't want them to wreck it. Well, if anybody's gonna do it, they're gonna do it. So it's true. We're here for it. I'm here. I'm going to be positive about it. Back to Joshua Jackson. Yes. (laughs) So I did think this was fun. They always play little games and do like countdowns and top five lists and stuff like that on Watch What Happens Live. And here they did a top five list of best TV boyfriends. What I loved about it is whoever made this list should probably be my best friend. (laughs) There's only one person that I wouldn't have had on there only because I've not seen that show. I probably would have him on because he's very attractive. I don't know what kind of fictional boyfriend he is. All right. But he's a good looking guy. So number five on their list was Dylan McKay, which some people may argue and some people have argued because I shared the clip of it on social media saying Dylan shouldn't be on there because he did cheat on his girlfriend with her best friend. Right. The irony of them having Dylan on the list (laughs) Knowing that and knowing the scandal of it all, if you know, you know, it's kind of <laughs> funny that he would be on the list. But that I feel like everybody just looks past it because Dylan was so great and Luke was so great that, I mean, to me, Dylan would be higher up on the list. I mean, he was a beloved character. Yes. Not always the best boyfriend. Though. Right. I like to hope that after he grew up and the way the show ended, he was able to then be a good boyfriend. He definitely partner in life. Yes, was a good partner <laughs> later on. So fourth on their list, this was Simon Bassett from Bridgerton. Bridgerton is the show that I have not watched. Ditto. All of my friends have watched it. Everybody that I know that watches it loves it. 
I just didn't get into it. I think when I tried to start watching it, I just wasn't in the mood for like a period piece kind of situation. I almost fell asleep just hearing the name of the show. (laughs) Well, I've heard it's quite spicy. Is it? Yeah. Number three on their list, Tim Riggins. Old Tim Riggins. Texas Forever. That's right. Again, wouldn't say he was the best boyfriend, if I'm remembering correctly. But also just a beloved character and also who was a boyfriend. Hot. Yeah, listen, he's an attractive man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's probably why this list was made, really. Yes. <laughs> For Top five hottest down. TV boyfriends. <laughs> probably a better, better title. Probably. Number two on the list, controversial, but I agree, Aiden Shaw from Sex and the City. They're bringing Aiden back. They um, are. And just like that. They season are. Season two. I mean, you know my opinion here. I feel like it would change if you, well, I don't know what he's going to be like now. I don't know. The last we saw of him was in that second movie and it wasn't a good look. But it's, I mean, let's be real. It's not like Big always had the best True. looks True. either. Yes. I feel like when Aiden and Carrie were together, Aiden was a great boyfriend. He was. She wasn't a great girlfriend. She was a crap girlfriend. She cheated on him. Yeah. So I agree with this. You know, I would say Big eventually grew up and became the person that Carrie wanted him to be. But he wasn't a good boyfriend when they were dating initially. No. And then, of course, number one on the list couldn't be anyone else, whether he was there in the clubhouse or not. Pacey Witter from Dawson's Creek, number one TV boyfriend. And it was so fun to see him there, you know, like as they're talking about it. And you agree with that? Absolutely. Hmm. Well, listen. He was a great boyfriend. I don't know that yet. I didn't even know he was somebody's boyfriend on there. So spoiled, I am. (laughs) Well, listen, we've already had episodes where we talk about our favorite fictional couples. And you know, Joey and Pacey were very high on my list. Probably number one, I imagine. Yeah, I think I just saw the clip on that show where they kiss for the first time. Yeah, they showed it on Watch What Happens Live. And you were like, spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, we'll get you watching some more of that. Yes, we'll get back to it soon enough. We got to get through my so-called life and Felicity. And I mean, we wouldn't do all of Beverly Hills 90210. There's just no way. There's 10 seasons. Yeah, I would say we do maybe. Maybe four. Maybe the first two seasons. No, three. Season three is really good. All right. I'll agree to three. (laughs) I honestly, four to me is where it kind of, that's where they go to college. But I feel like the beginning of four is good. And then it starts to... When I rewatch it, I feel like it trails off. Like, I just really love the high school years so much more. I'll trade you like every four episodes of 90210, I get some kind of movie I want. That's not fair. You love Kelly Taylor. That's not torture making you watch it. (laughs) I do love Kelly Taylor. (laughs) Anyway, I think it's time for show and tell. All right. Who we got this week? This week we have Mallory. Mallory says her parents were definitely influenced by family ties. Well, Mallory Keaton. Yes. As we would say, family ties. Family ties. <laughs> so Mallory was born in 1986. Favorite 80s movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I love that movie. I know. I was actually just thinking yesterday about if that's a movie we could cover. Like, would we have enough favorite moments and all of that? I'm yeah. sure we would. I saw that in the theater twice. Yeah, I loved it. You know, maybe that's something we could look into for the summer. All right. I like it. Favorite 80s songs. If I Could Turn Back Time by Cher. Hold Me from Fleetwood Mac and Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. Nice. 
Nice. I don't think anyone's ever mentioned those songs on here before. I don't think so either. I think so far. It's been original. I like it. Favorite 80s TV show, Golden Girls. She said, genuinely watched with my grandma. Great show. Love it. Favorite 90s movies. Now and then, Hook, The Mask, and something we just covered, 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. I hope you enjoyed that episode, Mallory, if you listened to it. Favorite 90s songs. Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by The Proclaimers. And Say You'll Be There by The Spice Girls. Favorite 90s TV shows. ER. Mallory says, my sixth grade boyfriend and I would get on the cordless phones and watch together. (laughs) (laughs) That's fun. Roswell and the Secret World of Alex Mack. Nice. Most loved toys, Talk Boy, Barbies, and N64. Loved my N64. (laughs) Favorite game or book, the Alice series by Phyllis Reynolds Naylor, Clue, and Mario Kart. Clue's another one we're going to be doing soon. Yes, we finally got that documentary. Yep. Favorite place in the mall? Uh, She did 90s and 2000s, probably because she was born in 86, and I'm sure probably not hanging out in the mall too much when she was four years old. In the 90s, Limited 2, and in the 2000s, American Eagle. Celebrity crushes. In the 90s, Devin Sawa and Andrew Keegan, and in the 2000s, Ashton Kutcher. That was great. Thank you, Mallory. That was a fantastic list. All right, you ready to get into it? Let's do it. We're here with an episode that is fourth in a series of episodes we've done, but we have not done one of these since August. August? Yes. Dang. I was scrolling back to see when we did it. This is part four of Weird Stuff I Believed When I Was a Kid. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, you you must go back. It's so much fun. Members of the We Don't Want to Grow Up community shared with us their stories from their childhood and all of the funny or weird things that they believed were true when they were kids. We've shared some of our own things too. We have. It's always fun to find the things that were similar, but even more so to see the ones that weren't. I know. So we should get into it. Let's do it. The first one is one that I feel like is a shared belief. Allie believed that it was illegal to drive with the interior lights on in the car. (laughs) Is it not? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, I thought it was too. (laughs) Are we sure it's not illegal? (laughs) Because I think it is illegal to drive with them on. (laughs) I think our parents told us that because it was annoying to them and they didn't want us to turn the light on. I have carried that on through adulthood. I mean, so many people have. Like to where I'll like freak out if I see a cop in the background and turn the lights <laughs> off on the inside of the car. I know. I'm, I mean, should you look it up right now to see? I'm going to look. I don't think it is illegal. It is not illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we both are like questioning, but is it? We're like, we're saying that's not true right but, now, right? <laughs> but that's how universal the lie was that our parents told us. It was. It's like how we all thought that Paul from the Wonder Years was Marilyn Manson. Adults <laughs> told everyone. I guess it's not like the same thing, though, is it? <laughs> Very similar. Very similar. <laughs> it's just the way that rumors, rumors spread. Spread across a nation. Yes. Misinformation will be spread in one way, shape, or form. 
Right. But like we didn't have social media. We didn't. Maybe that was just like a storyline on a TV show and a bunch of parents watched it and thought, that's what I'll tell my kids. Maybe. But I will say it is more difficult to be the driver with the interior lights on. It's it's distracting. It's hard to see. So it's not without reason that old Uncle Ed started that back in 1954. <laughs> Maybe what our parents said was, like, turn that off. I can't see. And we misinterpreted it as we'll get in trouble, a.k.a. it's illegal. Pretty sure mine told me it was illegal. <laughs> yeah, just directly. They skipped all that. The pleasantries. You will go to jail. You will go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> and not me, the driver. You, the <laughs> you, kid. The kid who turned the it on. The kid that turned it on. <laughs> <laughs> this next one is from This Is Space Cowboy. That mannequins could come alive. This was after watching Mannequin the movie. I was obsessed. I would act like a mannequin and often get caught in store windows by my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I see why you might think that and hope yeah. for that. Like stare at them and be like, did they just move? Maybe you'll get your own Emmy. Maybe. I wonder if this person got in trouble for being in those store windows. No. I never did that. Maybe if their mom couldn't find them. Oh, you just mean like from the store owner? Yeah. Like, will you go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one is from Emily. That Santa's elves used to watch me through the window. So I would look out the window as I went to the bathroom so they couldn't watch me. Because <laughs> that'll stop them. It's a little creepy. <laughs> that is scary. But that's also why people should have blinds on their windows. Exactly. It's why I struggle if there's ever a time where blinds are open at night. I don't like it. You don't want those elves checking you out. Exactly. This next one is from Nicole. My mother told us among other weird things, that it was illegal to sit in a parked car with the doors open or closed <laughs> and that you could be arrested. I was like 19 when I learned this isn't true. I always jumped out of a car the second it was in park. I love that. That is <laughs> Nicole's funny. mom is just trying to keep her from being in parked cars. But yes. I love that that was the... Oh, the I result. love it. I just imagine like she's hanging out with, a, you know, she's on a date and they pull up, I don't know, outside of her house getting she, dropped off. And all of a sudden she just boom at that car. She's like the roadrunner. <laughs> right. Heather said that the ice cream truck only played music when it was out of ice cream. <laughs> Really? That right there is some parents trying yes. to get out of buying ice cream for their kid. They were like 85 cents. I saw it on the side of the ice cream truck. Like 85 cents. Three quarters and a dime. You got to lie to your poor kid, Heather, here. Listen, I'm sorry, Heather. The ice cream truck is playing that music because they're out of ice cream. We can't get you any. That I know all those kids are out there buying it right now, right in front of you. But yeah, there's none left. None for you, Heather. Mean. You can't get that ghost face ice cream. Oh, that guy always wanted that. I don't know that I ever got that ghost, but I wanted the ghost so bad. I was always more of like a push up pop gal. Yeah, not me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. You hate the wet paper. <laughs> Next one up is from Lara. I used to believe a very small person lived inside stoplights and manually operated them. <laughs> <laughs> was it Lily Tomlin? <laughs> If you know, you know. Oh. I will say I've never heard that one before. 
I'm just loving imagining these little men inside of stoplights working hard. (laughs) Allison believed that the building would fall down if you wore a hat inside. (laughs) That's why she thought people had to take their hats off inside. I guarantee you, her grandpa told her that. (laughs) That's a lot of stress for a person. Like if you forget, think of the devastation. This next one's from Amy. I thought when people were grounded that they literally had to spend a week inside some sort of punishment underground bunker. (laughs) That's a kid that was never grounded. Right. (laughs) And that's probably why, because they didn't want to have to go in the underground bunker. That's right. They were very good. Amy was a very good child. (laughs) Erica said, I thought Phil Collins and Bill Murray were the same person. (laughs) (laughs) That is interesting. That is interesting. (laughs) Ashley thought that being an adult was fun and cool and that having a job would be better than school. I was wrong on both counts. (laughs) LOL. Yes, you were, Ashley. (laughs) Although, for me, I feel like it depends on the job, right? But some jobs are better than school because some jobs you can, you know, be lazy at times. Yeah. I feel like at school, if you're a person that cares about getting good grades and stuff, like, there's just always something going on. Yeah, it's like the whole day is work. Right. And you have to be there. You better pay attention. You have to be at work, too. But also, when you're an adult, you can call in (laughs) whereas when you're a kid like and mostly if you if you call in you know judiciously you're not going to get in in trouble but like at school there's a consequence to not being there well up to a point like if you skip yeah if you just skip school but your parents decide if you go to school or not yeah my mom would let me call out of school occasionally occasionally but i had a fever (laughs) he did air quotes there yeah Thank you for telling the audience that. (laughs) I had a fever. (laughs) John said, if it was raining, I believed it rained everywhere. I mean, like all over the world. LOL. Makes sense. (laughs) It does. I mean, it is hard to comprehend when you're a kid, like it only is raining in this one area. It's essentially like the bigger version of when a rain cloud is following somebody around on a cartoon. Right. Next one is from In Letter and Spirit. I thought that the hundredth day of school was the last day of the school year. Oh, no. Little me was confused and disappointed when I found out that it wasn't. I would be too. I wonder what gave them that thought. Well, it probably felt like a a final Yeah, like why would you go past a hundred? It's a hundred. Like, you know, if you look at grades, a hundred is the best. Like I've been here for all 100 days. Right. (laughs) A plus. Well, and also when you're a kid, you don't understand the importance of celebrating a hundredth beyond just like, I guess you would think that it meant something more than just the fact that it was a hundred. I wonder how many days there are in a school year. I don't know exactly. I mean, I feel like it would be in the spring, but. Take a guess. Take a guess at how many days are in a school year. Yeah. It's under 200 and over 100. 153. Close. In Tennessee, there are 180. Oh. So listen, in letter and spirit, You're about halfway there. Candace said, my parents told me that below the oil derricks we have lots in Alberta was where the dinosaurs were buried. And that's where the oil came from. I loved dinosaurs. So this was a big deal for me. I'm going to be honest here, Candace. I thought that too. (laughs) Until today. (laughs) He did. (laughs) I was like, yeah, her parents were right. That's uh, 
That's dead dinosaurs. It's dead dinosaur juice right there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not I'm not dumb. I just had never looked it up before. I just heard it at some point and took I it as fact. Not, I can't. You are so intelligent and you always you're always reading stuff you're always you're full of this to me useless knowledge all the time <laughs> useless oh my god i mean also, oh my god <laughs> i mean also useful knowledge but <laughs> useless knowledge <laughs> you do tell me things that seem so random <laughs> i'm sorry to say useless it's not useless but I love the fact that if you had told me this, I would have believed you because I believe all the other cool stuff you tell me about space and yeah. science. And <laughs> I will say with this one, I'm sure I heard that somewhere and never went to fact check ever it. to fact check it ever. Obviously. <laughs> I thought there was just a layer of dead dinosaurs down there. This is incredible. <laughs> Ross would be losing his Ross Ross, would Ross Geller would upset. be Ross Geller would be losing his mind right now. This is the dumbest I've ever been on the podcast, I think. <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of dumb things on the podcast, but I think this is number 1. Here's your reminder to be sure and always listen to the very end of our episodes because we do put in outtakes most of the time now. And if you want to hear my real answer, you'll listen to the very end. <laughs> oh, that is good. <laughs> All right. Next one is from Ashley. I thought Kenny and Dolly were married. I can see that. I thought they were too. Oh, totally not. Never. No. They just, they just sang duets. Sang together. I think just because I saw them perform on stage yeah. at, a, at a young age, I assumed. I know. I mean, I totally get it. Because, I mean, if you're singing together, you must be married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rachel said, I truly believed and was so worried that I didn't have an imagination. <laughs> oh, that's a little overthinker. Yes, but you did have an imagination. Yes. Still do. Hopefully Rachel knows that now. Yes. But she has one. She must if she can talk about it in this way. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you admit this freely. <laughs> Next one is from Michaela. I don't know if I'd say weird, but more sweet. I thought that Dorothy... From The Wizard of Oz was a real person and not a fictional character played by the iconic Judy Garland. <laughs> I remember when I saw the ruby red slippers for the first time and being in awe. Yeah. I can remember that too. I was just like, those are extravagant. They still wow me. Yeah. I have a Christmas ornament of a ruby slipper. They're just glittering and shining. That is sweet. But she thought that Dorothy was real. It is. Emma said, I believed my grandparents when they told me you could hear the ocean when you put your ear to a seashell. I genuinely thought that sound was a telephone to the ocean. Emma, me too. And I still do it. <laughs> I do as well. Uh, and I thought so too. I mean, can't you hear the ocean? I mean, you can hear something. <laughs> what is it? What do we hear? I mean, if you're at the ocean, putting a shell up to your ear, it's the ocean. But this would be at like my grandma's house. Yes. Like, wow. I hear the ocean. And even like the really big decorative like conch shells. They all worked. <laughs> they did. I mean, I, it's amazing. The ocean sounded beautiful. It did. <laughs> Jules said, my brother told me that dolls come to life at night. He told me that's why teachers lock classroom doors at night, because if there were dolls in the school, they would get out. <laughs> I don't know why the detail made me believe it so much, but I really thought it was true for years. Oh, dolls coming to life. Amazing. Pickles? The worst. Can you move? The worst? What if I'm Bartholomew sorry. could crawl around and say hello? That'd be amazing. 
I mean, I would he be could terrified. You could just roll around and say hello. I would be terrified. I'd love it. If they were, if they're nice, then it's fine. But we've all seen, you know, Child's Play and Annabelle. And, you know, some of them are nice. Some of them aren't. You just got to find the good ones. <laughs> I just think we don't risk it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I want to risk it. <laughs> Allie said, I thought married people used to sleep in separate twin beds thanks to I Love Lucy reruns. I did as well. And I think my grandparents had separate beds. I think some people did. Yeah. But it is funny that she thought all did. Right. Samantha said, I thought once I learned the Spanish alphabet, I could swap out every letter of English for the Spanish one and voila, switched. <laughs> I would need a decoder for that. Yeah. <laughs> if only it were that easy. Jenny said, I was in fourth grade when my teacher, who always had long red nails, broke a nail. I remember her saying something like, oh, well, I'm getting them done today. I was so confused how her broken fingernail was long and grown out the next day. Magic. Yes. Next one's from Jesse. My neighbor's hose had holes all through it. I hoarded Band-Aids and one day surprised them by patching up their hose. The adults all laughed. I thought I did an amazing job. They ended up buying a sprinkler. Years later, learned the hose was made that way. They bought the sprinkler so my feelings wouldn't get hurt, nor would I try to patch it again. So the hose been like a was soaker a sprinkler? hose or something, yeah. Or it, had, it was a hose that had holes in it, I guess. But on purpose? I guess so. Maybe it was it like a self-made sprinkler? I don't know. I'm a little confused. Ditto. I wonder how the Band-Aids did. I know. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah, Pete hates Band-Aids and stickers and all that. Well, Jesse, I feel like I need some more information here. Let me know. Ditto. <laughs> Courtney says, I specifically have a memory of watching the Oops, I Did It Again video by Britney Spears and thinking, okay, they shot the scene with the long hair and then had her cut her hair for the short hair scene because I had no idea wigs and extensions existed. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And that is another thing that when you're a kid, it's, you don't hard, know. it's hard to grasp. Right. Like, how did they do that? It's like magic. Lauren said, when I turned the TV off, the whole show stopped. <laughs> I never thought that. I've seen several people say that kind of like they thought people lived in the TV. Yeah, like that would they, make sense. They were just like shrunken down and performing inside the box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Mike TV. Yes. <laughs> just like him. This one is from S-I-V-R-I. Sivri. I thought babies came out of belly buttons. Not just that, but I thought that as the baby grew, the belly button got bigger too until it was ready to be taken out of the belly. <laughs> I asked my mom for years if the baby in the belly got wet when their moms took showers to her enormous confusion and concern. I could never figure out how the baby stayed clean and safe in the process. But to be fair, I was like three, four, five-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then Steph responded to that one and said, my older sister believed for years that babies came out of mom's big toe. <laughs> she said it was because of a movie she saw where there was a birth scene and the camera went to the woman's foot at the time of delivery. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> and our final one from Crystal. I thought spinach would taste delicious because it always looked so good when Popeye would eat it. That was a rude awakening. <laughs> It did look delicious. I tried so hard on multiple occasions to eat spinach like Popeye. My stepmom would repeatedly give me the can of spinach and say, are you ready now, chump? And I'd... Arr! 
<laughs> squeeze as hard as I could. And I'd be like, not yet. I got to keep getting stronger. Aww. I like spinach, though. I like spinach, too. I don't think I did it as a kid, though. No? No. I liked it as a kid, too. It also reminds me of beets because I always thought Ooh. that beets, like out of the can, I thought that they were going to taste like cranberry sauce out of the can. Boy, did so they not. I was always disappointed with how they tasted like dirt. I hate beets. I hate them, too. They're disgusting, but healthy. Very healthy. Yes. It does. I always think I'm going to like them. I feel like every few years I try them again. And they're not good. Nope. <laughs> well, this was fun. We haven't done one of these in so long. Gave us a good laugh. It did. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. Yes, thank you for your participation. And if you have any good stories like this, you can send us an email at we don't want to grow up pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at we don't want to grow up pod. We're on TikTok at we don't want to grow up. We're on Facebook at we don't want to grow up podcast. And we have a Facebook group called the Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. All you have to do is answer a few questions and agree to the group rules. And our incredible mod, Joanna, will approve you. And then we'll all have some cozy fun. If you're interested in We Don't Want to Grow Up merch, you can go to we-don't-wanna-grow-up.myspreadshop.com. And finally, if you would like to help support the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast, and if you would like access to 50 plus bonus episodes, you can come to patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. We used to only have one tier, right? which was $4 a month for access to everything. Since we took an episode away from you here, now we're only doing one episode a week. We decided to add two more tiers on our Patreon. There is a $2 tier called Short and Sweet. And that's where you'll have access to our shorter episodes like Dear Diary, Middle School Notes, quizzes from teen magazines, things like that. Yeah. Next tier is our game show tier. It is $3 a month. You get access to the short suites and all of our game show episodes that we do over there. And then, of course, our $4 tier covers all of the content, as it always has. So come check us out, and we appreciate your support. See ya. Bye. Newsflash. (laughs) Her parents weren't wrong. (laughs) What? I mean, that's where the oil comes from. Dinosaurs? Dinosaurs. I better go fact check that. Make sure I just wasn't fed some kind of baloney. What if somebody told you that too? <laughs> oh, I love I hope that's true. We just got that on. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Is it not real? Not real. <laughs> <gasps> so that's a thing. Like that's that a people thing. told people? Yeah. Fiction. Oh my god. Caden. Kay- Caden and Ari, <laughs> which is a lot coming from you. Yeah, I know. Like they show his face from back in the day and I just want to punch it. And now he just looks like a normal Stop person. It. <laughs> you, did you watch that? No, I'm just trying to not be so negative about punching <laughs> a celebrity in the face. So. <laughs> I saw it when I was on, though, when you were watching. Uh-huh. it. I don't actually want to punch him in the face. I wouldn't punch anyone in the face unless they unless they made me mad. <laughs> Because you don't want to go to jail. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, and it's wrong. This sounds like you're so violent. This is supposed to be a cozy place. All right, cut all the punching in the face. (laughs) Those will be outtakes. (laughs) 